TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Mandate Monday arrives in New York with many reluctant city employees ineligible to work. More than 22,000 New York City employees still not vaccinated and now on unpaid leave. Will city services suffer? I'm Sean Adams in the Garment District. The two men who want to be mayor make their last pitches to voters as they head into the home stretch. I'm Marla Diamond in Queens. Brad Heller will give us his thoughts on the new quarterback who might be the Jets' new star. From our news radio archives for today's 88 Seconds in Sound, an event that shook the world. This is Monday, the 1st of November. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. If you take the candy and you dump it into the Ziploc bag and you bring it to the office, I think your coworkers will like you today. I'm just yep. saying, it's an uh-huh. idea. Yep, I think it's going to be stomach aches all around before today. <laughs> we only had about, uh, I think, six trick-or-treaters at our house. We had a big crowd last night. I was surprised. The so Halloween is back. That's good to see that, isn't it? After and, this 2020 year that was just awful. And after the fir- uh, this, uh, we now have the 1st of November, sunny, gusty breeze, 58. I'm Paul Merdane. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. This is the day that New York City can turn away cops, firefighters, EMTs, and sanitation workers who don't have at least one vaccine shot. 15%. Of those forces are not vaccinated, so instead of reporting for work today, they'll be sidelined without pay. That works out to about 22,000 city workers who are not eligible, and while the city has contingencies to get by, there's another serious problem. 2,000 firefighters called out sick yesterday in what the FDNY Commissioner Daniel Nigro says is an apparent sick-out to protest the mandate. The Firefighters Union said that about 2,000 firefighters were feeling flu-like symptoms because, quote, that's what the shot does to people. WCBS reporter Sean Adams is checking in this morning with the Firefighters Union, which is briefing reporters. We'll be hearing from him throughout the morning. The FDNY says 25% of firefighters haven't gotten the shot among EMTs. 13% remain unvaccinated this morning. Among cops, the NYPD reports 16% of its force will not meet today's mandate. But the mandate did work to a point. The mayor says about 2,000 more employees got their shot in the last 24 hours before the deadline. Of those who did not... More than half have filed for exemptions, which are now being processed. City jail guards, by the way, have one more month to comply. Their deadline is December 1st. Tomorrow is Election Day across the country, and on top of the ticket in New York City is the mayoral race between Democrat Eric Adams and Republican Curtis Sliwa. Both are out campaigning this morning. Sliwa with a broken arm. Marla Diamond is in Jamaica, Queens this morning to give us a snapshot on where things stand. Marla. 
And Wayne Eric Adams will start his day speaking to commuters here at this busy train station. But on the final weekend of campaigning, the candidates crisscrossed the boroughs in a get-out-the-vote effort. Democrat Eric Adams in Washington Heights and the Bronx. Republican Curtis Sliwa on Staten Island, where he delivered a fiery speech taking aim at the vaccine mandate. When our mayor, we rehire them. They will get back pay. And they're going to get a special parade through the canyon of Europe. Adams, who supports the vaccine mandate, appeared on our station yesterday. He says there are two things, first and foremost, on his mind. And that's public safety and justice. Uh, it's the prerequisite to prosperity. We must be safe, and we can do it without impeding on the justice of New Yorkers. Many of them have already chosen. Nearly 135,000 New Yorkers have already cast their ballots in early voting. And we're live in Jamaica, Queens. Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. And Marla, Eric Adams told WCBS this weekend he would not weigh in on the vaccine mandate because he didn't want to be a, quote, Monday morning quarterback. But after Sunday's Jets game, it's clear New York has a brand new quarterback with some potential. Brad Heller is here about that. Brad. Good morning, guys. So there's Mike White, the creator of HBO's White Lotus. And then there's the Mike White that Jets fans fell in love with yesterday as he led the improbable fourth quarter comeback against the Bengals at MetLife Stadium. At first, I, I, I had to like kind of listen again. I was like, are they chanting my name? Yes, they were, Mike. 405 yards passing, three touchdowns, and he even caught a two-point conversion. Not bad for a first NFL start. His second NFL start will be on the road against the Colts on Thursday night. Wayne and Paul. Thank you, Brad Heller. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Let's go to the Weather Center now and get the forecast. And for Craig this morning, we have meteorologist Jason Nichols. Jason, good morning. Was it something I said? (laughs) (laughs) I guess it was. Well, hang on. He's still there, Jason, one more time. Oh, we tried. Yeah, all right. We can tell well, he you. got his forecast. Yeah. Sunny with a gu- gusty breeze today. A chilly 58 for the high today. And then for tonight, it's going to be mostly cloudy. Clouds will be building throughout the night. And it's going to be the coldest night we've had in a while. 46 in the city, but upper 30s in many of the inland suburbs. Tomorrow, not looking bad for Election Day. A cloudy sky and feeling a bit chilly. In some spots, could see a shower later in the day, in the afternoon, in the evening. But that's about it for rain with a high of 53. And we have the word frost in our forecast for the first time this season. Patchy frost possible tomorrow night across some of the inland suburbs. And Wednesday will be sunny with a high of 51. Well, there go the mums. Yep. 53 in Manhattan this morning. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A notorious drug boss who's been immortalized in film has been shot to death in Harlem. Happened over the weekend. Alpo Martinez was gunned down yesterday morning before dawn in the passenger seat of a pickup truck near Frederick Douglass Boulevard. For three decades, he ran a cocaine empire from New York to D.C. and was the inspiration for the 2002 film Paid in Full. He confessed to 14 murders before turning government witness. No one has been arrested for yesterday's rubout. Alpo Martinez was 55. The long-delayed Eastside Access Project bringing Long Island Railroad trains to Grand Central is another big step closer to reality. WCBS's Steve Burns tells us about the first test train. Governor Hochul donned a hard hat and a bright orange vest as she boarded the first ever LIRR train to head from Jamaica into Grand Central. After decades of planning and 15 years of construction, Eastside Access is set to open by the end of next year. By the time this is done and people see that they can have a much better community 
commuting experience than they had pre-pandemic, that'll also be an enticement to say, I'm going back to my job in Midtown. But it's just one of many infrastructure projects the governor has her eye on. One focus is Penn Station, which, given the holiday, she likens to a haunted house. Scary and a place that you do not want to be any longer than possible. Ockel says an announcement is coming about improvements there. There's also movement on the Gateway Tunnel to New Jersey. Governor Cuomo had threatened to hold up New York's portion of the money over a dispute about construction methods. Hochul says she has no such issues. I sat down with the leadership of Amtrak literally a couple of days ago. This will get done. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. It's the Monday Morning News Roundup, and this message, 9-11 didn't end on 9-11. You know, 68 cancers and respiratory illnesses have been linked to 9-11's toxic dust. Too many people did not realize that they're eligible for free lifetime health care with the 9-11 Victims Fund. This isn't just for first responders. It's for everyone who was below Canal Street on 9-11 or the eight months that followed. And if you're healthy now, you need proof that you were there in case you have any health issues in the future. This from Barish and McGarry. The lawyers for the 9-11 community are here to help the hundreds of thousands whose health has been or in the future may be impacted by their exposure to the toxic dust of 9-11. Go to 911victims.com to see if you qualify for free lifetime health care. And for family members of uh, those who died from a 9-11 illness, you are likely eligible for compensation as well. So visit 911victims.com, 911victims.com, Barish and McGarry, lawyers for the 9-11 community. It is the 1st of November, the Monday Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane with your three things to know this morning. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has COVID. Says her symptoms are mild and that she was last in contact with the president Tuesday. Mr. Biden has tested negative. Number two, the Supreme Court today will hear oral arguments and two challenges to the Texas abortion ban. After six weeks of pregnancy, abortion would immediately become illegal in at least 12 states if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. Third, a poll from Fairleigh Dickinson University has Governor Murphy leading Jack Chitterelli by nine points. The New York Post is endorsing Chitterelli. And now we dip into the news archives, 88 seconds in sound for the 1st of November. The biggest explosion on Earth, then and now. 1952. The United States on this date tested a theory by two scientists from New York City, from Columbia University, who thought there might be a way to build a bomb that would be hundreds of times more powerful than the ones dropped on Japan only six years earlier. Newsreels from this date show shirtless men smoking pipes preparing the first hydrogen bomb, codenamed Ivy Mike, in the Pacific's Marshall Islands. Now listen to an American spokesman on the spot. In less than a minute, you will see the most powerful explosion ever witnessed by human eyes. If the reaction goes, we're in the thermonuclear era. Three, two, one. The island had completely disappeared. Nothing there but water and a deep crater. If you add up all the explosives in World War II, including the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, this blast was five times more powerful than all of that. The shockwaves of the world's first H-bomb rushed towards the onlookers, and spellbound, they watched something never seen before. The sound wave was recorded all the way here in the Palisades at the Lamont Doherty Observatory. The pressure pushing scribbles of ink on paper rolling around a drum. Those classified papers were lost for 50 years until 2008, when someone cleaning out a safe found it, and now they're declassified for all to see. This British newsreel tried to put it in perspective. The explosion measured about three and a quarter miles in diameter. That's how it could strike in New York, the Empire State Building in the center. 
any capital city could have its center devastated. This is November 1st. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.